For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. We're going to do a little football talk. I'm talking college and NFL. We'll even recap some of our fantasy football teams, and maybe we'll talk basketball or baseball because who knows anything could happen on the charity stripe so buckle up tuck it into your waistband because here we go three two one we're back we sitting here i'm supposed to be the franchise player and we're in here talking about practice Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Back. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stride. Pitch your free throws because they're free. So 287 coming hot at you guys. Then so 286. And I'm joined on this one by Nikki Snacks Kreta and Alex Tossman the Rock Tosopolis. Gentlemen, how are you guys? Doing well. Happy Halloween, guys. Oh, thank you. I wasn't with you guys for Halloween. Yeah, where were you? I was in Joshua Tree with uh, some college friends. Joshua and Joshua Tree. Yes. Have you been? I have not, actually. Have you, have you been, Toss? I have not. I've heard wonderful things. It really, I really did. I actually was like expecting to be underwhelmed because I prefer like a lush forest when I'm going to a national park, something with like, it's a little more damp. I'm like, yeah. you know, what? maybe like you're going the desert, but yeah, I'm not like a huge desert guy to begin with, but this was, it's a lot, it was a lot colder than I thought it was going to be. It was a good breeze. 
a lot of the rock climbing was fun and ended up being a really great time. I have high expectations because of uh, Rufus DeSoul's Joshua Tree set. We watched that. Yeah. For those of you who don't know. Nick loves it. Rufus is an amazing, uh, yeah. like, kind of indie I didn't even rock know electronic band. But they did this amazing set, Joshua Tree, with a great director, a great camera crew, and um, it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, it's, yeah, Nick was, I've seen you get emotional about it in public. Oh, yeah. I'm emotional right now. Yeah, I know. I'm a mess. If I if I had to put money on that, if we put that set on in public, if Nick were to cry, the odds would probably be minus three hundred. What do you think the odds would be on our sponsor toss? Um, that's a good that's a good question. Thank you. I don't know. Okay. But they definitely would have that bet. Yeah. You could definitely make that bet. You could also, Nick, I hate to do this to you, but yeah. you could also make the bet of Ben DiNucci passing yards at betonline.ag. <laughs> what did he lose that bet by a yard? Nick, tell us about that uh, bet. You have, to, you have to tell us about that bet. Uh, yeah. Ben DiNucci. Um, Third string quarterback stepping in for the Dallas Cowboys as their starter tonight against the Eagles. Yeah, I, I touched up the live line on his over-under for passing yards in this game. Uh, he was sitting at I think sixty nine or sixty seven yards at we'll halftime. We'll call it sixty nine at halftime. Yeah, nice sixty nine, and uh, the over under for the live line was one seventy nine and a half, and we were looking good. We were looking really. You good. were looking so good. And the fourth quarter, they were just going with these garbage time uh, pass plays, and literally the last play of the game was a screen I think to Michael Gallup. Yeah, just and to pass out in the flat. What the? And uh, f- he ended with 180 yards, so I lost that bet by a half point or a half yard. Yeah, brutal. I'm sorry bad, that happened. So I had, I had two really bad beats this week, actually. What was the other one? Um, I took the Alabama uh, Mississippi State game, and the original line for that was 28 and a half. I, I think I had a 27 and a half, but I also live lined it again mm-hmm. at 40 and a half. Now. They're waxing Mississippi State the entire game, but yeah. they're still within reach. You know, one touchdown could make them back in cover town for both, obviously. I, I thought 40 and a half looked really good. And Alabama scores a touchdown but they to put it at 40, but they call it back. And I'm like, oh, great, I'm fine. There's like four minutes left. Mississippi State's going to get the ball. They have the ball. They throw a pick six, and they win 41 to nothing. And, uh, yeah, that's another bad beat. Lost by a half point there as well. I, that's Unfortunately, hard. Nick didn't end up with money in his pockets, but Bet Online did. Um, BetOnline.ag. We're happy to give money back to our sponsor. We love our sponsor <laughs> because they, in turn, bring money to us. Um, there are our online sportsbook experts. Go to BetOnline.ag and um, and get some off on your sign up bonus today. Yeah, that's that's all there is on the on the betting front there. Nick, I'm sorry that happened. Those are okay. those are rough bad beats. You win some, you lose some. Can't get a laugh like that anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bad I, you I had just a bad hate to, you hate to see Ben DiNucci do it yeah, to you. Fuck that guy. I mean, he's terrible. He was he was really really bad for the awfully, Cowboys. We'll get into the yeah, please. There's not really much to get into there. I mean, well, I th- I, there is there actually. I will like I will you like, mentioned Nick. Are they going to be picking in the top five? They easily could be. So can the Patriots, by the way who also stink on ice. But we'll get the I want to mention my bad beat because we were in Joshua Tree and the trip mm. was not I wouldn't say it was cost effective. And by that I mean when we bought 18 20 pounds of salmon for 18 people. You guys were glamping. Yeah, we were glamping to say the least. Which wow. is glamour camping for anyone who now, who doesn't Nick, know what that term is. I know you probably you probably both would have been down for this. We're on the top of a mountain Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. I go guys, listen. The trip 
all in all, it's probably cost us six to eight grand as a whole. Oh, I know this already. You, you told me this, but I'm, yeah, I'm uh, to I wanted again. to share it for the for the fans, the audience out there. Um, six to eight grand total. I go. We should leave this park with a double or nothing situation. We put all the money we've spent on everything on Ohio State spread <laughs> against and Penn either State. against Penn State, and either we go home down double. Or this whole damn thing is free. free. And everyone looked at me like I was nuts. And obviously Ohio State covered. And <laughs> we could have gone on that trip for free. That's not a bad beat though. That was it's just a, a bad beat. That's a missed opportunity. Look, that's a bad beat in my mind because I was I have one good idea. Well, I here. mean, you could have doubled down yourself and I'm not your trip alone. could have I'm been. I'm not for riding free. alone. Oh, okay. I mean, lead by example. Now one would have followed me. I feel like you'd get a you'd get a couple stragglers. Yeah, I probably should have pushed harder, but I, the whole you game, know our buddy George would have been in on. Yeah, it. Yeah, George. I, everyone, uh, everyone was watching the game afterwards, and they, everyone was like, "Up oh, ten grand, here we go, boys! Ten grand on the line on this one." And then they missed a field goal, and everyone's like, "Oh, like be, you're sweating bullets right now." Yeah, I know you are. But they won. I just I'm willing that. to do that one one of these days. We go on a trip, and uh, we see how much the trip costs us, and uh, we'll just uh, double down on it. You know, that'd be epic. Let's do it. I feel like the the trip where that really makes sense is Vegas when you go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know you walk. That in gets for a little you, dangerous though, because I feel dangerous. like you're trying to cover. Your, I feel like most people go to Vegas trying to cover their trip anyway. Right. Yeah. And right. They end up it's getting in a hole, and it's like uh, right. Okay. Are you guys? Are you a big Vegas guy? Um, no, not really. I mean, I've been a few times, and I mean, once was been once was a really fun time, like when I was first twenty one, and then. Went to a bachelor party during COVID time, and like it's just not very, uh, it's not fun when you're losing money. And I've I've never really exactly. I don't want to go to a bachelor party with the boys and lose a bunch of money, which I will. I'm not gonna the sit issue, out. The issue for me is usually like with non-COVID, like Vegas is fun because you can go to clubs, you can go to pool parties, yeah. day clubs, you can go to bars, great restaurants. That's not really a thing. Oh, during so COVID. now at times you don't. So like now, it. so now it's like, well, yeah. I, so now, like, what do we do tonight? Oh, uh, well, the casinos are still open, so we're guess we're gambling for three days straight and no there's no way to kind of you can't recover. come out yeah you can't come out on top Vegas you kind of have wins. to you kind of have to space it out house always wins yeah it does it does yeah. they're, they're a multi-billion dollar industry and for they got reason. there for a reason yeah and the people or it's, i guess maybe it's not even the people but it's the the machines that create these lines are just absolutely on point oh, i mean yeah. how crazy with the Benanucci line i'm sorry that I was, keep a, bringing that was it up. a live line too it was a live line yeah, and you were ridiculous. half a point away that's crazy same half thing, a yard away same thing with the live alabama line 40 and a half it's, they it's, won by 41 it's insanity it's insanity. Yeah, it happens all the time. It's very, very impressive. Um, you know, there. Are, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I mean, there's professional gamblers out there that have their own systems. You know, that have their own algorithms or so, maybe handicappers, handicappers, but professional sharps. Do you that, remember that one we knew? That's what they do. We knew one. Yeah, His I know. Tony Capicola. Oh, Tony Capicola. <laughs> down by the docks. Tony, he's, he's, Tony Caps. Tony Capicola. He's the best Kappa alive. Yeah, Tommy Swiss cheese. Big Vegas guy. A big Vegas guy. Um, I, I speaking of, <laughs> we actually do know the goat hand gapper though. <laughs> B Lang, shout, shout, shout out, shout out B Lang. The football I, betting show. Go check out the football betting will, show on the Believe Podcast Network, hosted by Scott Seidenberg. Yeah, and the legendary Brandon Lang. I'm not like a huge like shout out kind of person. I feel like none of us are. I will always shout out people. No, you should. I, I, I haven't listened to their show in a while, but he has the best stories I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. They are all over the place. You want to know about Vegas trips? That guy's got 15-plus yeah. Vegas trips. Yeah, that, he got married in Vegas. Yeah, he met his wife at a strip club. She was working. 
That was her shift. Yeah, speaking of uh, ridiculousness, let's get into a segment. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, the Rob Deerdeck segment of the week. (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Are you kidding me? This guy, are you kidding me? Kidding me. Are you kidding me or what? You've gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You've gotta be kidding me. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. I want to hear if you guys agree with this one. You gotta be kidding me that you can't flex out Sunday night games. That we have to sit through this Ben DiNucci broken cowboy. And I know they're America's team. I know everyone likes the Eagles in Philadelphia. It's a big city. But this game stunk. Carson Wentz, I know they won. Not good. No. Horrible. Turnover machine. He made the Cowboys defense in the first half look good. good. And they suck. They're not good. Horrible. Collinsworth said said it perfectly. He was like, they were miserable. He said, Wentz tries to do this all the time where he, he tries to like make up for like a shitty play and and make it turn it into something, right? And it ends up costing them, right? Right. Like that first fumble that he had where he's trying to throw across his body and like what is he doing? Just gets wrecked and fumbles the ball in, in his own territory. You're out of the pocket, throw the ball away. It's not like you didn't see that DB who is 15 yards up the field gunning right at you. Beeline for you, yeah. throw, throw the ball away. I know you're athletic and you can beat guys with your legs. But only at certain times. When, when you're on the edge like that, yeah. you got to throw it away. You got to take, take the safe. He did play. the same thing with that doogie, that pick he had in the end zone as well. Are yeah. we getting closer to agreeing with me or no? Still no. I think he's no. I, look, I mean, I, th- I think he's an athletic quarterback. He's got he's got a lot of um, potential. I'm not saying he's not. On but athletic. I don't think he's there in the head. I think so he's you're closer to me. Yeah. I think he's a guy who plays to his competition a lot. Where he can rise to the competition and look really, really good sometimes. And I think his athleticism. Let's him get around certain plays, and he makes these fantastic eye-popping plays where you're like, how did he do that? Sure. And the one that comes to mind is like last year where he's like getting tackled, on, literally like slanted and still throws the ball yeah. 15 yeah. yards. He throws some crazy balls. He does throw some crazy balls. And I think, unfortunately, Josh, what you're not going to get is enough, of a comp- enough competition from the rest of the NFC East to really cement in your claim because they're going to win the NFC East. Yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, they won the game. You know, I mean, he's still winning – football games they've won three games now at this point they've he, tied one. i really don't think he's a top 16 quarterback i'd want to have in the league top 16 i was definitely i mean he's definitely not top 10 no chance no no and he was being, some of those rookies are, are ahead of him already i would for sure have herbert or, and burrow over him for yeah. sure forward from what i've seen this year maybe even Tua. <laughs> Not well, too early know. to tell. Let's, let's too, see what too, too early to tell but you, you know, know what you know what Tua did a fantastic job of today managing the game yes Managing yep. the game, he that did not try and do too much. Sweet, he's a great head coach. Yeah. They might be, they might be the best team in that division. It could, yeah, maybe. I think they're like a year away. I think, I think. Remember, we were sitting out with the Padres last year. I'm just not. I, I think that's where they are this year. I'm just not thrilled with what the Buffalo Bills do. Game in, neither game am out. I. I think they played down to the Jets. They played down to the Patriots. Who Cam to A doesn't look good. Our weapons. Suck. Yeah, they're terrible. I mean, listen to this though. The yeah. Bills' point differential this season is negative one. The Dolphins is plus fifty-eight. Fucking love that stat, Nick. Good for you for using your computer. Yeah, it's a, it's a great stat. It's a great stat. Yeah, I mean, well, they're, the Dolphins are the only Josh team in that division with a with a 
plus point differential. I've n- I was I was never high on Josh Allen. Jets last are minus one forty four. Oh my gosh, they stare. I mean, they're not, they're horrible. They're one of the worst teams. They I've haven't ever even seen. scored hundred points this season. They're one of the worst teams I've ever seen. Not only in football, but in any professional sport ever. Yeah. Ever. Are they going to win a game this season? No. Yeah. What? No. Nope. No chance. Their best receiver today. Well, I guess Mims Mims had a couple of plays. He hasn't even played yet this year. This, this was his first this was his game. Second, it was his second game. Second game. Braxton Berrios was their most effective receiver today. the Patriots I, cut? I literally looked at Braxton Berrios. I was watching this game, and I'm like, shit, if you're in a PPR, Berrios has caught, like, he's caught a lot of passes. And then I looked at his stat line, and he was like 8 for 26 or something like that. And I was like, that is not good. No. Side note on that game. Yeah. I saw something really cool. T- or, uh, Tyreek Hill already tied with Randy Moss for the most touchdowns over 40 yards. Wow. I mean, that was... Been, I don't know what you expect because no one can like stay... Four years, right? No one can stay with that guy. I was the cheetah is unbelievable. I was explaining the Chiefs offense, and we're, we'll get... I'll, I'll, I want to get back to that flexing point we had at the um, the top of the segment, but the, the Chiefs offense is just so perfect, and honestly, Le'Veon Bell is the, the, the best backup running back you could have for the offense because yeah. you have two guys on the outside in Hill and Hardman who are arguably two of the ten fastest receivers in the league. The guy with the best arm in the league, so you're spreading it out. You're the best guy, tight end in the league. Guy who's too fast for a linebacker, too big for a safety, and he could fit right in the pocket. He crushes the middle of the field. And if you have to check it down to Edwards Hilaire or Le'Veon Bell, they're two great running backs to have there. And, and you're calling the plays. Andy Reid, offensive mastermind. And you also have Patrick the, Mahomes who can stretch. And the enemy, can, who's going to be a head coach next right. year. And you, have, and you have Patrick Mahomes who, any third and five, he can turn into a first down with his legs as well. Yep. Yeah, he's... RPO specialist. He's yeah. one of the best athletes in the world. Yeah. He just like it's is tough stuff to debate. I like I was thinking about that as well. I mean, I'm getting I was thinking about that as well. I'll just mention it now that I was having a conversation about that Chiefs offense, and I was having a conversation which turned into a conversation about Mike Trout because you guys know I like to comp Mike Trout to Pat Mahomes, which turned into a conversation about Mookie, Mike Trout should win some championships first. Which turned into a conversation about Mookie, which made me realize, and you guys know I love Mookie Betts. He's my favorite player. Yeah, but it made me realize that he's not only such a great baseball player. He may be one of the best athletes in the world. Oh, there's a, there was a video that ESPN put up this week of Mookie running routes in football, um, bowling, bowling. He's he's bowled a perfect game. He's yeah. bowled 300. He's may he may be one of the best athletes in the world. I, mm. I think for me, like we were talking about this this last week and the same conversation, uh, not with you, someone else. Mookie Betts is definitely in there. Odell Beckham is definitely in there. I've seen him kick field goals. What about goals. what about Baby Braun? Baby Braun. Baby yeah. Braun, aka. DK Metcalf, well, Braun came out and said go. the DK Metcalf, he called him Baby Braun. So I was He's about to bring him up as well. 22 years old. He'll be 20, to be 23, I think, in December. He's huge. He is the biggest freak in the NFL. It's him and, and Aaron Donald. But receiver-wise, and the offset of the ball. Yeah, but even, but look, Josh, Josh and I, we've told you this before. When we saw Aaron Donald he's, in he's shorter than in you. Miami, he's like yeah, he's like your height. Like he as yeah, far as much as a physical built. specimen, he's wide. He's wide as a house. But he's so fast. is Fletcher Cox. I know, I know. Like he's really big. Right. DK is like a physical specimen, and it translates. Right. He's right. Like, he's like a Giannis of yeah, football. Exactly. He's like the closest thing I've seen to like Megatron. Yeah. He's got the speed. Like I thought Julio was like Megatron. When he, when he hit but that, Julio's more like Randy. And he catches is, that ball coming across the middle today on the long touchdown that DK had. And, and he hits it on the sideline. Takes line. it on the sideline with 
ex like a ballerina, expert expert balance and and maintains that same just bolt lightning speed. So fast. unbelievable. And I was watching it today, and we were thinking to ourselves, how did anyone doubt this guy? Because yeah, he had a really slow like three cone drill, whatever at the combine, slower than Tom Brady or something, but. This guy is lighting the league on fire. People said he couldn't run routes. He could only run straight downfield, and he's proving everybody wrong. He know, looks like the best receiver in the NFL right now. Because people get shit wrong all the time. The Seahawks did not get this one wrong. Seahawks rarely do. Seahawks drafted Richard Sherman where? In the fifth fucking round. Cam Chancellor where? Fifth round. Rashard Penny might be a mistake, but... I, he's had some hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, look, Rashad Penny last year was we, fine, it was a yeah. fantastic one-two punch we were talking yeah. about. He's had some misses they're, in the they're first a, round. They're a just plug on. and play like running back team, kind of like the Niners. Yeah, look, but DJ Dallas came in and had a great day exactly. today. Exactly, Chris yeah. Carson. Like, come on, they, they they're good at finding hidden gems. You don't win. Look, you can get a superstar in the first round. I mean, you get a superstar anywhere, but you're more likely to get a superstar in the first round. But you need to hit on. That's how Belichick's made his money. He hits them two rounds two through four all the time. Yeah, I'm missing the first round, but he's you got to get your starters out there, and the Seahawks do an excellent job of that. And there's guys like how does that guy fall? Because guys, there's people that are not good at their job. Bill O'Brien, president of the United States, like people are, just stink at their job. I meant to ask you this because I heard what it. things going to happen on Tuesday. No, no, please, <laughs> we don't need to get into that. But um, I saw this on ESPN. I saw a couple of analysts talking about this, and they were saying that, and I wanted to ask your opinion about this, obviously, because you're a Patriots fan. Yeah. What do you think about Bill Belichick as general manager versus Bill Belichick as a head coach? Mm. Is he completely out? Like, has it? Is it almost to the point right now of recent that if he weren't the GM, you would be totally okay with that? And if he were just the head coach going forward, that that's where he would, that's where he fits best. Well, I, I, yes, I don't know. I think he's a very good GM. I think he's great. You don't think he's Dick the team? He's missed a lot recently. recently In the last three has, years, yeah. he's missed a lot. Yeah, you okay? But he's the Isaiah, always, the he Isaiah has, win you, injury you cannot predict. Nikhil Harry does not look great. He obviously, missed. he missed. I, the, he's the not. Sony Michelle pick was terrible. Well, Sony was good his rookie year. Then he got hurt. Mm. And the offensive line got... He's, a lot he's of not going to be on that team next season. Fine. But there's been a lot of things that have not gone the Patriots' way that people just neglect. I'm not even just talking about Tom Brady leaving. I'm talking about David Andrews missing all of last year. And say what you will, there was a problem with Dallas to start, and it starts right in the center. Yeah, left tackle's wildly important. But once Travis Frederick was done for the Cowboys, that offensive line began to also had to guys opt out, too. Shaq Mason's not playing right now. We have a bunch of guys on defense that have opted out. I mean, like we miss, we're missing a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah. I it's guess what fault. they were talking about was, do we think that Brady was masking more of these errors than we realized, and now we're only seeing it now because he's gone. I mean, he did a great, Tooney. He's drafted Mason. He's drafted Marcus Cannon, who's opted out. He's drafted David Andrew, Andrews. He's drafted. I mean, he does an excellent Isaiah Wynn drafted before that. Nate, so he he does an excellent job. Finding these guys and drafting these guys, and McCordy brought them. One of the McCordys brought in the other one. Signed Stephen Gilmore, which who won Defensive Player of the Year last year? Him. Yeah. Like it's you know, it's, I, you know, I, it's just one of those is. things where it's like, look, the NFL it comes and goes in waves. Teams are good, teams are bad. It's not like in college where like Alabama can dominate for twenty, thirty years. Like it's the Pats. People are used to them winning constantly. They've had a winning record for, since like two thousand. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so you know. They're due to have a bad season, and it, people can't freak out about it. Obviously, it's it's not normal, well, they're, but they're going. I mean, they're going to. I don't know. He's he's built this. 
resume for himself where yeah, but I mean, success is the norm. It's the norm. No, it's the norm. But I mean, look, look at Rome. You know, it fell. Look at Dan- hey, Danny Ainge. <laughs> got to fall one day. Danny Ainge took the Celtics to the top, and they went. They took a quick dive down, and then it's got him back. You up look at again. the Lakers. You know, I mean, they were the hottest team in the NBA in the early two thousands, and took them a while to get back until you know LeBron got there. Yeah, I, I think, and and but just put on the subject of like got the same guy running the team. I don't mind it. It's an interesting point, for sure. It's an interesting. I point. mean, it, for me, it was more. I thought the point was more relevant for Tom, and what he brings to an organization and the type of leadership that can really be just kind of you know pushed out from the quarterback position. When the quarterback just radiates that energy and competitiveness, like you're seeing, this team is just getting better and better. And look, the Saints had another kind of rocky win today where they they pulled it out. But I'm with you, I think you and I are on this train I'm, I'm curious to see what your opinions are of the because i know you're a saints guy you like the saints i enjoy watching the saints the oh i mean bucks i think the, the bucks are the best team in that division i, agree. I don't think it's no i agree i don't that. think it's a question i think they've uh really um they've really overachieved we've been on that defense for a year now, now they're adding antonio brown next week i mean yeah that team is really really good but i i think like are they not the best team in the nfc yeah for sure they beat the packers who i thought the Packers, Steelers, who dropped one to a Vikings team Seattle. whose record isn't as bad. I as still think Seattle's the number one team in the NFC. I don't know. Even though their defense just can't do anything, I do not think so. I think their defense has problems, mm. and I think Brady gets in there with Brown, Evans, Godwin, and Gronkowski, and tears them up. I don't know. And two good running backs, Leonard Fournette and Rodeo. If if Kyler can beat them, I think Tom can. Yeah, I mean, I think any team because in the NFL can beat any team. They practice against Russ. At, at some point, yeah. besides the Jets. They're not beating anybody. But, yeah. Hey, we know. saw it today with the Titans and the Bengals. Exactly. Um, but speaking of kind of going back, one team that hasn't lost yet is the Steelers, and they played the Ravens, a rivalry game, almost as big of a rivalry in as Baltimore. in Baltimore as Eagles versus the boys. The boys. And that game, I know we're on East is, is on East Coast is is one p.m. on West Coast is ten a.m. How can that not be flexed to Sunday, to Sunday night? night? Yeah, how it was is a good that game not too. Pos- it was a great game. Came down the last possession. It's a great game. A division, you know, a divi- that could mean the division right, right there. Right. Obviously, yeah, we were talking about it before we got on on the mics. The Dallas Philly game probably got a lot more views than we thought. It got a lot of views. It's those two teams. There's a lot of fans for both of those sides. They're going to tune into that game. It's well watched, but so would have that Baltimore game and, and the Steelers game. It would, it would have, been, have been a great end to the night. Exactly. Yeah. I it's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's like that was it, a fantastic game. Uh, yeah. It's like the Steelers are they're gritty. Yeah. It's like when you're like, you have a, like, listen, there's three DJs throughout the night at a festival. Nick. There's usually more, but no, like, we'll, we'll uh, stick with three. Uh, well, no, at a the concert, ones. Not a festival, a concert. Concert. We'll do a concert. Okay. Well, there's usually more, but. Yeah, we'll the relevant, the ones, relevant though. ones, yeah. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like three. Not like all the headliners. Yeah. Okay, okay. Not all the opening Jesus. acts. Yeah, listen, I've been there. But we're past like the first three opening acts. Gotcha, I'm talking gotcha. like the I'm talking like the real opening act, the main guy, and the guy who follows after, okay. who's supposed to be, who can be sick. First guy comes up, crushes. Wow, that guy was sick. Who was that? We have to go see him when he becomes the headliner. Headliner comes on, obviously gives us a great show. And then you have a great opportunity if you're the guy that's backed up because everyone's on such a high. No one wants to go home after that headliner, and everyone's still cruising. And, having a, and you have a great opportunity to crush it. And I feel like the NFL, week in and week out, doesn't do that. 
yeah. and he just kills the party. Well, I mean, it, they've been doing it for a while with Thursday night football. It's, it's starting to get better. They were doing it for a while with Monday night football. I mean, this week we have the Bucks and the Giants. Who's, I mean, that's going to be a blowout. Who's doing that? Dude, who wants – you, you want to watch that tomorrow? No. Are I'm going to watch it, but I don't want to. We run a sports podcast. I'm like no, watching it for no. work. It's the only – it's the only football game, so I'm going to watch it. It's the only real – there's not many sports going on right now. Yeah. So I'm going to watch it, but if I didn't have to, if there were a basketball game, if there were a hockey game on, and it was with a, two good teams – Baseball? I would, yeah, or a baseball game, and it was two good teams, I would watch it, and I would be – I would watch those other sports, and I would be on my phone checking the score. Yeah. yeah. If it had fantasy implications, obviously, we're watching. Yeah. It kind of does for me. Um, Potentially, but a lot of times fantasy matchups are already determined by the time you get to the Monday night game. Yeah. So let's if, let's talk about some. Let's talk yeah, about we fantasy. Get into fantasy. That's a great point. I I one league. I mean, Miles Sanders is can't stay on the field. Plus the Saquon injury. Plus Lockett is either unbelievable or, or goose egg or goose egg. Yeah. Devontae Parker was meh. He had that one touchdown, which was sweet, but he had like three yards. And then I kinda, is this your team that we're talking about here? Yeah. Okay. And then I had Tyler Boyd, who's been great. Allen, who's been slowing down massively. Yeah. And then now I have Gronkowski tomorrow, but I had Amari Cooper tonight. Oh, listen, I was in a, my team was my team stunk this weekend, but I was down. I was down sixteen, going into tomorrow, and all he had was Scotty Miller, and I had Amari Cooper and Gronk. Like, should be feeling pretty good. Should be feeling pretty solid. And yeah, I'm, but Amari did nothing. Not, now I'm, I'm going to lose. Yeah, for sure. Mm-mm-mm. Definitely. Because Scotty Miller, is he might, he's probably going to outperform Gronkowski unless Gronk, Gronk scores two touchdowns. Gronk needs to score two touchdowns and Scotty Miller needs to not play. Basically. Which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah, I don't. I think you're kind of at the point from a fantasy, fantasy standpoint where Cowboys players are almost becoming un- unplayable. Unless we... It, because, again, it doesn't matter who's behind... Behind the helm for them. It doesn't yeah. matter who's under center. If they have no protection, they can't get the ball out. It's becoming a disaster. Cooper looks like he doesn't even want to play. A lot of these guys look like they don't even want to play well, on this why, team. Well, why would you... Now you're just risking injury. You're not right. making the playoffs. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's it's not a good situation for, for Cowboys players. Definitely not a good situation for them in fantasy. I, I have some teams that have been brutalized by, by injury as well. Um, yeah. I had a team with Saquon... Mostert, Odell Beckham. Oh God! Oof. I'm four That's and four. Tough. I'm about to be four and four in the Saquon thing too. I've turned. I've somehow, and I have Lamar, who's been a total disappointment. I used high draft capital to go after him and, and get him, and he's been not great. But he has a he has a smash ending to the season. He has like he has Cincinnati, Giants, Cowboys. A couple of other teams who are gonna who he's gonna like run That's all over, right. and hopefully they're still playing for the division at that point, and he's be. still competing, yeah. which would be which would be pretty Two big. Losses. Yeah, to, to play for the buy, it's worth yeah. it. It's yeah. well oh, worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, well yeah, worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that somehow I've just I played my way. I got Chase Claypool off the waiver wire. I got Boston Scott off the waiver wire. So I've just been Chase kind of Claypool's Canadian. Do you guys know that? Yeah, yeah, pretty swag. Yeah, uh, Mapletron. That's his. That's his. Uh, Mapletron. I like that. I like his nickname. nickname. You're six and one in one league, Nick. Yeah, I've got a league where I'm just absolutely crushed. I feel like you just rooked all those guys in the draft. Well, it it was an auction draft, so it's like if you really want someone in that in that draft, you can get him because you're gonna pay for it, right? It's not like a luck of the draw thing where a guy kind of you know steals the pick right ahead of you. Yeah. If you really want Dalvin Cook, and I wanted Dalvin Cook, paid top dollar for him, and look 
He scored 51 points today. He is amazing. He yeah. had an amazing day, fantasy-wise, through like two and a half quarters, and it was when he had already had two touchdowns. He had I think. three touchdowns in like the first half. He had already had two touchdowns, and then I pick up my head, and he busts out like a 45-yarder, and I was like, this guy doesn't stop. I just have one issue with him. I really just have one. He just never plays a full 16. Yeah, I mean, he's already lost one game this season. One's pretty good, though. I mean, if you're – look at some of these other guys. We're talking about Miles Sanders. We're talking about – We share a team. We're talking about Joe Mixon, who's out. Saquon's done. Zeke – has basically been eradicated because yeah, he's he's ineffective. Exactly Look at all those other high high profile running backs. I mean, he and Derrick Henry are the two top, and Alvin Kamara, the three guys that are still the ones who are kind of untarnished. Right. Yeah. No, it's tough. I mean, every league that I'm in, I'm in three leagues. Yeah. I've had some injury issues. Yeah, um, of course, everyone has. But they but they're not issues that are going to keep me out of it because I've got McCaffrey's coming back in two leagues. I've got Eckler that's coming back in the Dalvin Cook league. So I'm I'm sitting pretty there. But yeah, <sighs> seven and one because I just got to win this week. Um, which is crazy because all the leagues that I've been seeing, no one's, no one's winning that many games, which is crazy. I've it's, definitely seen across the board. Parity. Yeah, I've seen across the board a lot of lower scores overall. Yeah. Than normal, just because of injuries, guys sitting out, the weird COVID stuff with buys and whatnot. It's not, I'm not having, I'm having as much fun. I'm having a great time. If you're wondering, I I like well, it. I no, feel like no, there's no, a lot no, more one, moves one, to be made. One league I am. One uh, that's yeah. not true. One league my team is. My team actually may be as on par with that team well, you have. Well, so let me just tell you real quickly. Yeah. I think this team is successful because I kind of took a different approach. It's not that different, but I didn't go after, like, the sexiest names, like, at the beginning of the draft, right? Like, I took A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf, and, like, beginning of the season, people still valued Julio and Michael Thomas. Those are sophomore, sophomore wide receivers. Sophomore wide receivers, and they're two of the best. They're two top five wide receivers on fantasy football. And they're going off. I have them as my one and two. I've got Kenny Galladay as well, who yeah. we're all high on, who's injured a lot. But, I mean, when he plays, he's good. Dope. Darren Waller. I've got Dalvin Cook, and I've got Eckler waiting to come back. Look, Josh all those— Allen's my starting quarterback, and he's been playing great. Benched this week for Joe Burrow. Worked out great. All those guys, exactly to your point, Nick, are like, Waller was—he was not going to be your Zach Ertz. Yeah. He right. was not going to be your Travis Kelsey, but he was that third or fourth guy that you were going to go after. Right. I, have, I have him in two leagues. Super excited. I took DK as well. In that, that league where I lost Odell and I lost Saquon, DK has kept me in it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's really – and I also have I – mean, some of you guys – I think two – a couple of the leagues you all play and don't have defense and don't have kicker. My kicker is Young Waku and my defense is the Indianapolis Colts. So where I missed for some of the skill position players, I have the best kicker and I have the best defense, yeah. and that has kept me in every single week. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I mean, can, defense got 23 points this week. I think I'm the only one in the head coach league where I don't have a defense <laughs> or a kicker. I have – but this is the team that's I, th- I really think this is one of the better teams I've had, and uh, not aside from the team where I went 15 now. This team is Kyler and Burrow as my quarterbacks. Oh, we're two QB league. With, my, with Bridgewater as the backup. So you're in college league? Yeah, with Bridgewater as yeah. the backup. My running backs are Kamara and Jacobs. Oof. And my receivers are Devontae Adams, um, A.J. Brown, who I share with you, Nick, and Scary Terry. Nice. 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 Which is I mean, in, tight end. And honestly, Josh Jacobs has been underperforming. Hurts. Oof, Eesh. that's tough. Uh, but my backup tight end, Jerry Cook. Oh. Jerry Cook, who's been good. Who's my Michael Thomas dicked us, Toss. Yeah, he really did. That's and I have him I have him in another league, and it's, re- uh. and it's a PPR, and it's really, it's really costing me. In my home league, my high school league, that I like – hold near and dear to my heart. It's my most important league sure. to me. Um, 
that one is a standard league, which makes it really interesting because the, the PPR doesn't matter if they're a machine. Braxton Berrios sucks in this league. Um, but that one, I'm like, I'm like really, my team in this one is, I, I'm really happy with it. And it's, took some time over the season to kind of get there. You're a traitor. And I'm about to... You make wheels, you wheel and deal. In this league, I'm like, moves left, right, front, and center. It's crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'll be five and three after this week. Um, and I have Kyler, James Conner, Miles Gaskin, Metcalf, Devontae Adams, Kelsey, <laughs> Devontae Parker, and then just like an assortment of guys who can, like Rager I just picked up, who's going to, I think he could be impactful going forward. Claypool I have on the bench. Chase Edmonds is about to take the starting spot for the next two weeks. Yeah, He's going to be effective before Drake is healthy. Zach Moss, who just went off today, who I think finally can... I'd I said he was going to get into I that like position where yeah. he was going to be their goal line back, and I think he's finally going to get there. This is just one of those teams where I'm just kind of like... I had the Eagles D today, so they dominated, obviously. Yeah. Just kind of wheeling and dealing. Sometimes that's what you, you got to... The best way to stay in it in a fantasy football league, my advice, is to stay active. Yeah. To stay active because people will fall off. Yes and no. Stay active. You, you have to hit in the draft, obviously. If you're hitting in the draft and your team is good, stay the course. There's definitely teams that make like two moves all season or just blow people away. This I'm, I'm fortunate to like not have that many injuries with this draft that I had. But I also am a big fan of using the waiver wire, not for people for my starters, though taking people off the market, right? You have to know who other people have. Exactly. What I see, I'm like, okay, well, that's a great receiver, a great running back that's got a lot of potential that, like, do I need him? No, but, you know, he's going to replace this shitty wide receiver that I have on my bench that I'm going to take away from all the other people that want them. Yeah. So you got to play a little bit of defense by by using the waiver wire. But um, I've done a great job making some waiver wire pickups as well with T. Higgins. Um, Big big one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's been great. Um, You know, I've I've picked up... um, uh, who's the guy for uh, fucking <laughs> spacing out? Uh, Fulgham. Yeah. Thomas Fulgham. He's been great. Fantastic. Caught another touchdown today. Exactly. So, he I mean, is the creator of Bumble. Thomas Fulgham. He's yeah. not the creator That's of what one of our roommates said today, Nick. Oh, cool. Try to trick me. I back. believe that the action. Did, did I believe- you guys know I did a Bumble commercial in yeah, college? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I oh. think that um, good, the man. creator that's of Bumble's good. last name is Fulgham. I think that that's where the oh, connection okay. is. But it is not Travis Fulgham. It's hilarious. Who went to where? Old Dominion? Yeah, he go to, he's from Virginia. That's why he went there. He's Virginian? Yeah. Well, Nick, I'm pulling for your 6-1 and one team. Well, that's my big league. That's yeah. the one where it's I... The mo- that's the that, money maker. I've, I've gotten second place in that league for four straight years, so... You're due. I'm very due. It's a, it's a running um, joke here in this league. Wow, people are... get second place. Ooh. Someone could are, compare you to, in that league, you're you're pretty much like the Dodgers, and this is your year. Or or the Bills uh, in the 90s that yeah. could never get it done. Can never yep. get it done. Four falls of Buffalo. Um... Here, we'll do one. Pack your bags, stick a fork in yourself. You're done. Pack your bags, Pete. Pack your bags. Go back to nowhere, Phil. Stick a fork in them, they're done. Pack your bags, stick a fork in yourself. You're done. To the fans' interest in college football this season. Cool. We can align with the same segment because I'm nice. talking about that. Awesome, Nick. Excited to see. Look, I love college sports. I like college football in a normal season more than the NFL sometimes. Yeah. There is A. I can see that. Too much parity between the top three teams. Now, Notre Dame may catch lightning in a bottle because they have Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. But DJ looked great. He was not the issue. I think clubs will be fine. I think they'll be fine, too, is my point. I think Notre Dame is still not even in that class. 
I don't even think they're better than Georgia or Florida, who play each other this week in a very telling game. Alabama, to me, is, I think, the number one team. I think even the, with Trevor Lawrence healthy at Clemson. Yeah, I think I think Mac Jones, Najee Harris, and, and, and Devonta Smith are a f- an absolute force. It's I mean, tough it's to like, say they blew the to say. fuck out of Mississippi State this week. So. And then Ohio State is right there with them. Yeah, they're great. So they're all three there. But then when I'm sitting there, I'm looking at the rankings, and I pull it up yesterday or this morning, and I'm looking at it, and Cincinnati is number six. BYU is like in the top ten, right? B- hey, well, listen, BYU is number nine, but they have Zach Wilson. Who uh, well, could be a, that's a, the thing. I'm, I'm kind of pulling for BYU this year because I think Zach Wilson's swag, and it'd be fun to see them actually make a run for the playoff. I'm with you. Now, what I'm not with anybody on, you cannot tell me that Coastal Carolina is the 15th best team in the nation. Better than OU. Better than, better than Texas. Than Texas. Better than Auburn. Better than Michigan. You can't tell me that Marshall is the number 16 team in the nation. You can't tell me that Liberty, who I didn't even know they had a football team, is the the number 25th. What's going on? It's ridiculous. What are we doing? We said it last time. I mean, it's the season's a wash. I hate that. It's not a real college football season. Like Pac-12 hasn't even started yet. And USC is ranked number 20. They're 0-0. Zero zero well, that's the, only, that's the only reason why. It's a joke. Right? Yeah, they want to get it's these a, other teams involved while they can and give them something to talk about for their program. And I get it. I get it. Texas beat Oklahoma State. It's not valid. So that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. As Texas fans here, I spoke with a lot of Texas fans about this Yeah. Um, for the game. And a lot of people wanted us to lose so we can – Fired Tom Herman Hooker. Oh, come on. Okay, but listen. I've, I'm on board to fire him, but for the right guy. And the right, to me, there's only one right guy. And it's Urban. It's Urban Meyer. Sure. That's the only guy that I can see fitting in at Texas. Who else could you actually see taking over? Okay, we, we tried Charlie Strong. Didn't work. Yeah. We tried Tom Herman. It's not working out. You need to go after a big household name. Not an up-and-comer not a young savvy guy. You need a guy who has done it before, and Urban's done it with Florida. He's done it with Ohio State. He's done it in two of the five power conferences. He was great at Utah. He's even yeah. He's been better than Tom's he's, been. Yeah, yeah there you go. he's good. Yeah. Me there Urban you go. Myers. He's been everywhere, and he's got it done everywhere. Yeah. Now come to the Big Twelve and turn Texas around and build on that legacy. Hey, Big Twelve. We'll see what we'll see if Caleb Williams can overtake Spencer Rattler next year because that kid's gross. But to me, the Big Twelve is pretty up for grabs. It's wide open with the white, with the right, with the white guy at and, the helm. With the right guy at the helm, Texas can do it. And, Ohio, and Oklahoma State, <laughs> little does Elmer Fudd moment, all the time. <laughs> they get ranked super high and blow it. Yeah, there were the six team going into this week, and they blow it. They Oklahoma, do that but that's every my, but week. That's, that goes to my point every, too. every season. Well, so I I think it's six team. I think it's also that Texas. They're not the six best. We've team. seen that when this team is focused. That yeah. the personnel that they have. It wasn't that the, a pretty game. That either. the talent that they Gross. have. It was not a pretty game. No, but Joseph Osai is He's a first round talent. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He's great. If he's not Big Twelve defensive player of the week, then someone's making well, the wrong decisions. Wrote. I mean, our defensive backfield oh, plays Swiss cheese. Mindless sometimes. Swiss cheese holes everywhere. But I yeah. get I get so annoyed. And listen, don't get me wrong, we'll smack talk the team and we'll complain. 
I will never root for the horns to lose. Yeah, well, there's no point in tanking. Right, you can't. You can't. This is, you're not you can't root for, that. for anything. Right, there's it's you, not the NFL. There's no tanking. Here's what I'll, here's what happens too. If we, if you're rooting for us to lose, we lose. I mean, obviously, you rooting for us to lose has no effect to on whether the team move. whether the team wins or yeah. lose wins or loses. But what it does is, if our team loses. We're gonna lose. We've already recruits. lost a lot of recruits. Yeah, we cannot. We cannot afford Quinn Ewers. Whatever. That's why he left. He, yeah. I didn't know his name. Yeah. 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 South Lake Dragons. Quinn Ewers. Yeah. Has already decommitted. The number we had one. Our, the number one prospect recruit in all of college football. Smells blood in the water. And our highest recruit in the 2021 class. See ya. Our second highest yeah. recruit, rumored to potentially decommit as well. And our thir- one of our third uh, three stars, which look, you you find value in these three stars, just went to A&M. I think we can get Quinn back, but because he's like a life Texas kid, but he just said he won a bigger recruiting process. But I understand that, right? Like you want yeah, to be able to visit that, I was, well, he's I was, got, Look, he's got time too. Yeah, he's a junior. He's yeah, got time. I was shocked. I was shocked. I was pretty shocked too, but this is what happens. I, there's I was all this. That he committed that early. There's, I was like, "What's going on?" Here? There's all this negative buzz that's around the horns right now, and it, it seemingly looks like a lot of the times that Herman is very wishy-washy with like the way that he talks about the team. He never really likes to give us much insight into it. It's always just like we had a, we had good practices, uh, you know, our players are aren't playing disciplined, and again and again, undisciplined play. That's what I was about to we say. got marred by penalties in this oh game. My God. We were defensive pass interference all the time, and it's like these guys just don't trust their skill sets, and it's really frustrating. The to whole watch. coaching staff for me needs to go. The offensive play in call one year. The, the offensive play call is so uh, like uncreative, and it's not as effective. I mean, Sam is putting the team on his fucking back, right? He can only do so much. He's the defense is Swiss cheese. I know it's a Big Twelve defense, but you're the University of Texas. You're locking down four, four and five star recruits left and right. That secondary should be able to cover receivers. I don't know why. But college cornerbacks are so bad. So bad. So bad. They never turn their head around when they're in coverage. I, it seems like every time that a receiver goes up for a ball, there's a guy just face guarding them or there's a pass interference. There's so many pass interferences and, that happen in, in college football. And, he, and receivers also moss the fuck out of corners. Always. Always. There was a, the Penn State catch was crazy. Back to back. That guy had a back to back. He mossed him once, and the next play, one handed grab, like frozen the air. Yeah. And, and the mean, thing about it is that none of the corners I feel like realize is that half of these quarterbacks aren't going to make it to the pros. More than half aren't going to make it to the pros. They're not that two good. Two of them are. Yeah. It's like it's like ten of these guys are going to make it to the pros, if. and three of them are going to be. Two of them are going to be starters. Like, you look at what these talent, the talent that these quarterbacks have. Half the time that you're talking about these defensive pass interferences, the ball's seven yards away from them. Throw. It doesn't even matter. It's an uncatchable ball, but, they're, but they're just understand. losing the play on a flag. Are I, coaches just like not teaching cornerbacks to turn their fucking head around when no, it comes to I like, think I think I think I think the better player, like the cornerback to receiver is a more comparable position. And most people want to play on offense. Most people want to play wide receiver. It's a sexier position. Cornerback is not a desirable position to play in the NFL. It's not an easy position. It's to play hard. In. It's, it's so hard. hard. It's hard as shit. And that's why I it's, mean, it's you, you the see position it, you get exposed the most. Yeah, for sure. and you see it in the NFL too. There's guy. I mean, look at the, the Metcalf, Lockett. Lockett yeah. went for two hundred. Devontae Adams had three touchdowns today. TK Metcalf had 100 yards at the, at the half. Well, I get it. I definitely get it. It's not the sexiest position, but, I mean, there's guys that are ballers that like that love it. You know, I mean, there's yeah. out there. A few, but not as many as, like— I feel like that's why the guys that are that good are that good for that long. There's a lot of 
corners who have had long tenures in the NFL and have been really good for a long time. Yeah. Because when you, it's so much of it is that mental battle. It's an ego thing. Yeah. When you look at the persona of the guys who do that, like you look at the Revises, the Shermans, right? The Josh Normans, you know, the Jalen Ramsey. Those guys are all big personalities that talk shit, that shut people down. Deion Sanders, same thing. They all do it. They all have that 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 swagger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Revis is one of the best players I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a gritty gritty win by the Horns, very much an open Big 12 hunt, yeah. for sure. I feel good about our team. I Look, OU had a nice bounce-back game. They looked fantastic this weekend. Yeah, they played against Tech. But, one, well, of my, one of my friends goes... We played a bad game against Tech. Yeah, one of my friends game. starts yeah. analyzing the schedule, and he starts getting, oh, we control our... And one guy goes, don't do this to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. do this to yourself. Now... All that being said, yeah, it's, I mean now I'm it's a cakewalk. Now it's a cakewalk. We've played all our tough opponents. We play Iowa State and Kansas State still, and Baylor. We won't. We be we no. We've already played Baylor. We beat Baylor. We beat Baylor last week. West Virginia. We were drunk. We were West drunk. Virginia. We were drunk. We were drunk. <laughs> we were drunky. We were drunky. Uh, West Virginia, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State is what we got left. We should win out. I mean, we should win out now. If we win out. That not means the no, 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 no. Okay, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not drunk right now. The we if we went out, we beat Kansas State, we beat Iowa State, Big that, Twelve Championship against OU. That's what we're gonna have, or Oklahoma State, or because they play each other. Yeah, winner of that game, which it's probably gonna be OU because they're, they're. I think yeah, they're just gonna get better as the yeah. season progresses. And you know what? We played a really close game against them, and that went to overtime. And I think we can beat them. They're Look, I don't, team. I don't know about. I don't want to bash. I know our corners looked really, really bad, but I think that as far as outside of the discipline situation that we're talking about, up front, we uh, we clearly, Ash came in with the mindset of shutting down Chuba Hubbard, and we did shut him down. We did, yeah. He went like 20, he had 27 carries for like 70 yards. But Sanders, their quarterback, went the fuck off. Like, But I think that's, but that was, his, that was the best game of his entire career. He's we 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 guy. wanted him to do Tylen that. Tylen Wallace is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah guys, a stud. He's a, I mean, they always a, they always have the that guys one guy. I watch with. That was their big yeah. takeaway. Yeah. We, well, I was talking with our our roommate, and he was uh, he mentioned that he was at like the first game that they played in their new stadium in two thousand and eight, and I was like thinking about it. I was like, who was okay? Obviously, Des was playing back then. Des was fantastic. Then we had Blackman right after yeah. that. Then James Washington. But who was the quarterback? Do you guys remember who the quarterback was? Brandon Whedon. No. It was before Brandon Whedon. He wore one. He was a white guy. Wore uh, a white sleeve on his right arm, his throwing arm. His name was Zach Robinson. Yeah. He's uh he's the he's one of the offensive like assistants for the Rams right now actually, which oh, I right. didn't know. I remember we, him. Yeah. Whedon, he was good. Whedon's a great call. Whedon was like twenty eight when he was drafted. Twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. He was, Whedon, he was Blackman's uh, quarterback. Whedon was after yeah. with Blackman. Yeah. Blackman was such a disappointment. He won back. He won back to back Belitnikov awards. He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and he ended up in not a good place to be at the time. Yeah, Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. It's tough. So guess what? Still not a good place to be. No, it's not. It's no. not. But we've seen guys that have been there now who have had some success. Yeah. yeah DJ Chark. DJ Chark, he's good. DJ, DJ Chark is good Chark. when he's healthy. But you know what? When they leave Jacksonville, they're great. Like, look at Allen Robinson. Right? Yeah. Allen Robinson, a, he's a real talent. He's very special. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm interested to see next week, Jacksonville, I believe, is not starting Gardner. They're starting the Glennon. backup. Don't even t- – no, it's, I don't even think it's Glennon. I think it's a different guy. The rookie? Yeah. The rookie Jake something? I think so. I think they're going Glennon. That's not what I heard. I don't know. Uh, that game's a snooze fest. Yeah. <laughs> game's a snooze fest. 
Um, but yeah, I think college football, I would like to see. Now, next week, we have Florida versus Georgia, which I'm pretty stoked about. Um, we have oh, maybe Indiana versus Michigan could be good. Ditto with Boise State, BYU. We have some good games. So I will be – the Pac-12 starts this weekend, which is exciting. So I have some excitement going forward. Ooh. Hopefully, things will change. I'll save my breath. That's all I'm going to say on that. Jake um, Luton. That's his name. Jake Luton. <laughs> Gluten? Gluten-free? Gluten-free. Gluten-free. Yeah. Gluten-free. Yeah. If, if he goes off, you've got to pick him up and make that your fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. I, now, now the times are gone where I used to pick someone up just for the name, just to have on my bench. Yeah, now you take it too seriously. In some leagues, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's fair enough. Uh, cool, guys. Fun one, good one. We'll send it's basically just football and, going on right now. Yeah, I know. I miss baseball. Yeah. Now I really miss baseball. Sad, sad, sad. All right. Well, NFL, NBA draft coming up. So get excited for that. NBA draft in November for sure. Going to yeah. be exciting. Yep. To the fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. Swing on a full count. Rip that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. Hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. Because they're free. We out you. We love you. We sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player. And we in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Back. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.